here is another thought on loneliness, on narcissism and codependency and uh, toxic relationships. So what we call toxic relationships, it sounds like something that shouldn't happen, right? Toxic means uh, bad. <laughs> toxic means it's killing you. Yeah, You won't try and eat something toxic because it's actually hurting you. Yet we tend to live in toxic relationships, toxic, toxic romantic relationships specifically. So they are very close and intimate and hurts us very much. But there's also toxic friendships, toxic colleagues, toxic, well, any relationship with a person can be toxic. Now, we tend to stay in toxic relationships because we are afraid to be lonely. I've heard this many, many times. I've had these conversations with many, many people. And uh, to be honest, I'm one of those people. I'd rather be in a toxic relationship than alone. Or should I say, alone is okay, but lonely. Lonely is bad. So as I said in the last episode, there's a certain amount of flow and aliveness and creation experienced when we co-create with another person and we are wired to co-create with other people we are a tribal species by biology so in our blueprint of being human is also included the experience of co-creation with other people and it's healthy to co-create with other people as long as it's according to the blueprints of people now we somehow seem to know that we want to be with other people and exchange uh, thoughts and feelings and, I don't know, <laughs> um, all kinds of things, yes. So we, are, we seem to remember this, but we don't know how to. And if we don't know how to relate with other people and co-create with other people, we have this dream and this vision in our mind but it's not quite clear how. <laughs> so we want a perfect rop romantic partnership. We want another person in our lives. We want to be loved and we want to love and we want to share this flow of love energy. But when it happens, we are afraid of it because the shape and form it comes in reminds us of an another person, of our mother, of our father, of our caregivers who used to treat us badly now toxic is very simple toxic is a is a, a shameful thing right you should not be in a toxic relationship and you should not be toxic towards other people so shame on you that you're toxic what if we take away all this you're a narcissist you're a codependent you're a toxic blah 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 what if we for just for a moment we take away away the psychological level of phrasing it and we simply say on an energetic level, there is no flow. Or if there is flow, it's not according to the blueprint of who I am. And this is why it's toxic. Because it's not aligned with my being human. <laughs> it's very, very simple. On the energetic level, it all boils down to does it align with your blueprint, yes or no? Now, do we have to know about the blueprint? Do we have to be consciously aware of what a human being is? 
Well, it certainly helps. But there is a very, very direct way of knowing if this here is truly aligned with who you are. Everything that feels good in your physical body, everything that makes you feel whole, everything that makes you feel at home within your fucking self, <laughs> everything that makes you feel alive and relaxed, not alive and in stress, but alive and enjoying it. Yes, everything that is expansive and into this world, that's who you are. Whatever makes you feel that way, whatever makes you feel whole and powerful and thriving and expansive, all those are indicators that this thing is for you, that this person is for you, that this project is for you, that this interaction is for you. No, no I'm not talking about necessarily thoughts. I'm talking about fields in this very moment, the point in time and space where you are at right now, this very moment. I'm not talking about mental gymnastics. I'm not telling you to fuck yourself in your mind. I'm not talking about mind fuck. <laughs> Many people like mind fuck. Many people love thinking about tomorrow, next year, or the project, or what if, and if I do this, will they smile back at me, blah, 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 blah. This is all fucking yourself in your own mind. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about becoming real. I'm talking about coming out of your head, and your maybe he will love me if I become more lean, if I have more muscle, if I have more this or less that, maybe... All this is mindfuck. <laughs> this is all your own pornography in your own mind about the life that you want and how you want other people to play a part in it. No, this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the here and now and then the energy that you... This is quite palpable energy once you become aware of the energy level in your own body. So I suggest you learn meditate and become so so aware not only of your physical body not only of your mental body not only of your emotional body but specifically so of your energy body train yourself to connect with your energy field become relaxed in your body become relaxed in your mind and thought process become relaxed in your emotions and figure out what you want to do to relax back into your <laughs> into your own being so that you can become aware of the energy moving through your system and then from that vantage point on figure out in the vicinity of where you are the room where you are in can you sense the energy of this plant, of this wardrobe, <laughs> of this picture on the wall. This is a practice. It's, it's very simple. It's subtle, but it's very simple. And the better you get at this, the better you get at relationship. Because the only thing that ever happens is energy flow. 
Now energy can flow and create emotion and create thought, right? So what is this thought other than energy going in a certain motion? So energy captured in a certain structure. You are the one who decides where to pour your energy. Are you pouring your energy into the thought of I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. So you're feeding your energy into this structure. Or is this not aligned with your system? Is this not in alignment with your health? So don't feed your energy into it. Find a way to feed your energy into something else. Now, a thought is an illusion in your mind. It is not a reality outside of your head. Yes, it has some reality, obviously, you can perceive of your, so of your thought. But truly, it is like a... <laughs> it's not contained in your blueprint. It doesn't belong with your body. It doesn't belong with your mental body. So you're creating by thinking. So you are being a creator. You're experiencing yourself as creator by thinking thoughts. Still, these thoughts are disconnected from the reality outside of yourself. So the only way to interact with reality is by feeling your fucking field and then feel how it interacts all the time with all the energy fields of all the things of surrounding you. You're always flowing. Your energy field is always flowing and it's always connecting with everything that surrounds you. Anyways, and it's not because you're a bad person or it's not because you're a good person. You can be unaware of it because you're wrapped up in the process of creating some mind fuck in your head. Or you can stop fucking yourself in your mind and just becoming real. You can become real and aware of everything that's going on by being in your energy field with your consciousness. The moment you come out of your head, you finally perceive of the other person. This is how you stop being toxic. You cannot make the other person stop being toxic, but you can stop being toxic yourself. And by this process, invite the other person to stop their own mindfuck. Because two people who are being toxic together are fucking themselves in their own minds all the time. And what they're actually looking for is being a creator. Pouring their energy into something and experiencing the resonance. Now, you can experience the resonance of a thought in your head. But that's an illusion and that's you doing you. <laughs> but if you are in a relationship with another, in another person, with another person, when you're in another person, well, when you're doing something, whatever it is, whether you're talking to them or whether you are inside of them, there is a certain exchange of energy going on and there's a certain resonance that you create between your energy field and their energy field. So you are creating a third thing, whether it's a conversation or any kind of interpersonal experience. This energy can only be created. And this third thing, the, the conversation or this, this creation can only be 
and come into being because two people actually pour their energy into this resonance and it's not lost because in a resonance energy becomes more so if you look at resonance there's actually the what actually is happening when you pour yourself into that energy when you pour yourself into this conversation or into the sex or into the whatever you're doing now stop thinking about the sex <laughs> come back to where i am at and telling you a story right come back to the story please <laughs> so there is something you feel yourself pouring your energy into it now does it feel like you're losing the energy or does it feel like the energy is actually building up and becoming more well it's the latter it's becoming more because in resonance with another person it means you create more you're not simply yourself and another person but you are by being creators creating something between you two that has not existed before and that can only exist because of who you are who the other person is and how you two are willing to flow together and to align your energy flows when you have two energy flows aligned with each other they create a structure and in that structure another resonance appears an idea an inspiration um a certain kind of uh flow that is only created because the structure of you two holds the space so it's like when what i said last time you sing a song in the church now the church is the structure <laughs> a relationship is like a church two people one wall and another wall but not in the sense that we are stonewalling each other more of this is my energy field and it can only exist because i flow my energy and you flow your energy and in a certain pattern if these patterns are well aligned they create a structure within which any kind of sound will reverberate and create a beautiful beautiful sound or song and this song cannot be sung by one person it's not possible because it's a resonance that only exists because two people are flowing their energy in a certain pattern why do we stick together being toxic because we still feel that it's possible that we come into alignment and the other person comes into alignment but we have never learned how to come into alignment and actually we have learned to be afraid of coming into alignment thinking about this pouring my personal energy into a joint project it feels scary it feels like i'm losing myself while the opposite is true once the structure is in place and we both hold our ends up hold your end up of the game uh, of the contract <laughs> you hold up your end and i hold up my end and i pour my energy into the structure and you pour your energy into the structure we create more energy it's not the the sum of two energies it's more than the sum of the energies and this is why we are here we are here to experience 
to grow. We are here to experience becoming more. And now in a relationship, this is the place where two people can put their energy together and create more energy than there was before. Not because you add your energy onto mine or I add my energy onto yours. No, the process is completely different. The process is we both have our energies and because we align them, a third energy is created and we both profit from this third energy. I feel like I have to repeat it a hundred times <laughs> because we are so used to the thought process and this is the toxicity, by the way. We are convinced that if I pour my energy into this, I lose energy. So I have to convince you to pour energy into me so I don't lose my energy. So you have to lose and I have to win or I have to give you energy so that eventually you will give energy back to me. But this is not how, how it works. This is the toxic idea that is either or. I win, you lose. Or you win, I lose. This is the toxicity. This is a mind pattern that we're holding on to for dear life. Because we are afraid to lose our very own life energy to another person. And we should be afraid of that. Because that's toxic. So in a toxic relationship, it seems that we are looking at each other, not being able to figure out how to experience ourselves as the creators that we are. At the same time, we feel that the other person somehow holds the power because this is somehow connected, right? I can experience myself as a creator with the other person. Well, I am a creator and I cre can create on my own. But what we are actually looking for in another person is the experience of co-creation. In order to co-create with another person, we have to align our energies somehow. We have to create structure that can hold structure that is stable enough that a sound can be created now if you think of a church built from stone that's a stable structure right so you sing your song in a church and you stop singing and the resonance will hold for depending on where you're at for a minute so if the structure is well built the thing that you create together can have huge stability. And that means that you don't have to pour yourself into it at all, but you create a structure with the other person and you keep tending to the structure. And this is how you keep a relationship, with, which is actually a third thing that you create together. The relationship is something that is created as a resonance of your two fields, as a resonance in this structure. Um, and you keep this alive. It's not, it's not a, you don't have to be a janitor and working 12 hours a day at this. It's easy. Once you know the structure, you simply hold it up. And if you find a 
a structure that is actually healthy and aligned with your blueprint, it's the most natural thing. It's like you get up, you're hungry, you eat food. You get up, you're a human being and you like relationships and they're healthy. You tend to the relationship. It's the most natural thing. It's nothing that you have to make yourself do. Although when you come from toxic background, this is the wondrous thing. You cannot imagine that pouring your energy into a relationship is actually giving anything back. Right? So when you want to come from toxic to healthy relationship, you have to wrap your mind around the idea that pouring yourself into a relationship is actually giving back to you because you are pouring into a relationship that is aligned with your blueprint of who you are. So you're not pouring yourself into the other person. You're pouring both of your energies into a structure that keeps you both healthy. It's like keeping a garden and planting the fruit and weeding the stuff out that doesn't belong. Um, <laughs> that planting food that actually nurtures you. If you if you are a human being and you eat, then having food in your garden is a good idea, right? If you are a human being who thrives by being a human being and human beings are built to be tribal, you thrive on relationships. Pouring yourself into relationship is just the most fundamental thing to do. People thrive on food and good sleep and relationship. So take care of how you sleep, take care of how you feed yourself and take care of your relationships. If we come from toxic backgrounds, that's not where we come from. Relationships are trouble, relationships are a battlefield. And it's either I pour myself onto you or you you have some scrap energy left for, for me. But only if I prove myself worthy of it first, right? So it's a it's a mental chess game, it's toxic, um it is actually well, why do we call it toxic? Because it's not aligned with our blueprint. So now you know. <laughs> you want the toxic relationship because there seems to be a person with whom this co-creation is possible. But you run into your own patterns usually. Uh, first by choosing the other person who is toxic. Because your toxicity fits with their toxicity well. <laughs> you can call them narcissists as long as you want to, but you're the codependent and you're still toxic. You can call them codependent and needy and clingy as long as you want, but still you're the narcissist and you're carrying your fear and the toxic patterns within yourself, right? So start looking at it from how can you make your own energy flow and how can you create a structure between you and another person that is that becomes stable, right? Toxic is never stable. Toxic is always all over the place and going in cycles. How can you create something stable with another person? Now, this, this is dull. This is boring, right? For a toxic person, <laughs> and I know this, 
everything that's not going in cycles and exploding over time, that's boring. So from toxicity, we have to sober up to a level where we actually find that creating a resonance with another person creates a stability. And unless we allow ourselves to experience that kind of stability, we are never going to make the experience that this stability is actually feeding our own system. So the stability of the relationship, which we may never have experienced, um, the stability of the relationship, well, it can be stable on a draining level, but it can also be stable on a nurturing level, right? So some of us come from backgrounds where relationships were never stable. There were always drama all over the place, cyclic, cyclical and dramatic and traumatic. But there's also people who came from very stagnant, very non-nurturing relationships. In both cases, we have to wrap our minds around the possibility that we can also create a stable situation between two people that is actually nurturing. It is possible. It's not only possible, it is part of our blueprint. So how do we find the way to that beautiful nurturing stability in a relationship? We learn to listen to our blueprint. We learn to align with ourselves. How do we do this? We listen to our bodies. Because the body is material gathered according to the shape of our blueprint. So whatever resonates in a nurturing way with this physical, with the physical manifestation of our blueprint, whatever feels, feels healthy, warm, loving, kind, whatever feels like we can expand into the world, whatever makes us feel opening up towards the world. Embracing the world, embracing ourselves, embracing our own life, whatever makes us open up towards this existence, that's healthy. Whatever relaxes the system, the expansiveness of being, whatever it takes, that's aligned with our blueprint. It's the most simple thing. And the mind doesn't like that. The mind likes fucking with itself. But it's all it's actually happening in the body. <laughs> right? So If you want the most simple idea of how to stop toxic behavior, if you don't want to learn by the book, you can make it an experiment on creating expansiveness in your own in your own field in the presence of another person without making them do anything, without you know 
suppressing them without suppressing yourself and then finding a way of aligning with the other person and it takes two to align it's not like you sing in a church <laughs> i think some men and also some women are of the idea that i'm the active part and the other person is simply the church <laughs> and i go in there and i have fun and then there is some sort of resonance and that's a given <laughs> sorry i i do believe that we are taught this way um no it's two people and both have to agree consciously to come together and align and to communicate about how to align there's a lot of communication going on usually so if you're afraid of conflict you better get over it and you align yourself alignment cannot happen without conflict because we are talking about two distinct human beings there will be conflict so overcome your anxiety about conflict just simply get over it and get in there and talk with the other person and communicate with the other person and then for crying out loud learn to align your field with the field of the other person right and offer alignment to the other person don't expect it from the other person offer alignment be vulnerable go out on the street and smile at a stranger no i'm not saying go out there and fuck everybody i'm saying align yourself simply by offering your vulnerability by smiling at somebody you don't know that's vulnerable already you're showing a smile and you don't know whether they will smile back that's vulnerable and yeah the more genuine your smile is the more easy it will be for the other people to smile back You can also listen to your mind. You smile at people, they don't smile back. You say good morning, hello, good day. <laughs> and they don't answer because they are fucking themselves in their own minds. They are wrapped up in their mind process. This is the resonance you get, right? You are open and they don't resonate with your openness, but they are stuck in their mind fuck process. Guess what happens? your mindfuck process starts and you will see that it draws a lot of energy because you have the habit of going into your own mindfuck state into the illusion in your mind the habit is just big so it simply draws your energy but uh, as soon as you start figuring out that this is what is happening i wanted to say good morning i wanted to be friendly but they but they just didn't you know they didn't comply <laughs> this is not alignment you're not trying to be open and align with them by making them smile you can only align with them where they are at so <laughs> what you're actually doing is trying to align with them and thinking that they should align with you you are smiling they're not smiling back well they should better align with me right because they should smile back because I was vulnerable 
to smile at them in the first place. Now, they don't do that. They don't come to where I'm at. <laughs> I immediately go to where they're at. They're in mindfuck state. And I meet them there. Which is not possible because I'm all wrapped up in my own mind and they are all wrapped up in their own mind, right? So truly the answer to not being toxic is to stay open and allow yourself to meet the person where they are at. And if they are willing then, because you are willing to meet them where they are at, it it happens very rarely for some people. So they are like experiencing somebody meeting them where they are at and this may end up in them being more willing to meet you where you are at. So the dance of co-creation, the dance of a, of a little chat can happen. Or simply somebody who feels nobody smiled at them today sees somebody smile at them and they answer with a little shy smile. So that's already an invitation you sent out there and somebody answered. Doesn't mean that they're going to marry you. <laughs> Simply means that, hey, you experienced a teeny tiny moment of co-creation, the resonance of a smile. You offered smile and somebody answered smile and there was a short moment of resonance between you two. This is co-creation. You don't have to make them come to where you're at and you don't have to go to where they're at. But you can offer them, hey, this is my resonance or this is the resonance that I enjoy. I enjoy the resonance of smiling or I enjoy the resonance of talking or dancing or, or simply relaxing and whoever wants to join me here. So being vulnerable and open with, uh, with what I enjoy and showing myself doing the things that I enjoy in a certain, <laughs> inside a certain uh, area of things that are okay to show, right? Um, that's actually the invitation for other people to come to where you're at and to join you in the process. You don't have to control anybody. You don't have to go and find anybody. You can simply be yourself and be in your field and enjoy being yourself. So being yourself, I mean, there's this notion of being selfish, right? Enjoying yourself and aligning with your own blueprint is the opposite of selfishness. Selfishness is fishing for self in other. Selfishness is <laughs> like trying to find you and you and you and you should mirror back the eye that I want to see. That's selfishness. I'm fishing for self in other. 
Isn't that funny? How did this weird thing come to me? I don't know. It's fishing for self and other. If you simply find who you already are within yourself, <laughs> well, that's healthy. That's your blueprint. That's alignment. Trying to make everybody behave according to what you need. That is selfishness. That is fishing for self in other. <laughs> okay. Toxicity and selfishness is fishing for self and other. Instead of offering self without knowing what's going to happen. You don't know if the other person is going to meet you where you're at. You don't know. And this is why you're afraid of it. Also, you have had experiences where it was painful. So you shut down being yourself. You don't show your true face. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. And let's see what we have for you. <laughs> we, me, myself and I, <laughs> the universe and I what we can resonate with next time. Bye for now.